Hey, this is Steve Allen. I'm the pastor of Destiny Christian Center in Laplace, Louisiana. I want to thank you for joining us today on the Discovering Your Destiny broadcast. I hope it builds your faith, helps you to grow in every area of your life. Enjoy this message. We have been talking for the past several weeks uh, about the word of life. Philippians 2 and 16 says, holding forth the word of life that I may rejoice in the day of Christ that I have not run in vain that neither labored in vain uh, so we've been dealing with the the word of life and I'm going to continue with this subject and our, our objectives are still the same uh, my goal is to first establish you in the word of God and then I want to teach you how to take God's word and frame your own world Amen. first principle is no planting, no harvest. Right. Let me hear you say that. Say, no planting, no, planting. No, harvest. no harvest. See, you've got to understand that the answer, uh, the answers in your life is not in crying and not in begging. You know, we, oh God, help me, please, 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 God. No. He didn't say the kingdom of God operates by begging. But Jesus says that we've got to plant the seed of the word. So no planting, no harvest. If you're not spending time in the word, you will not get a harvest. You can cry all you want. But no planting, no harvest. My second principle is, and we kind of we dealt with this on last week, different kinds of seeds produce different kinds of crop. If I, if I sow corn seeds, I get corn. If I sow watermelon seeds, I get watermelon. So how does this work spiritually? Well, let me say first, we have, we have basic needs in life. We have spiritual needs, we have mental needs, we have emotional needs, we have financial needs, we have social needs, we have uh, physical needs. So whatever area I need help in, that's the kind of seeds I need to plant. Because I want you to get this, God never intended for you to totally be uh, dependent on a man. You need a pastor, but it's my job to teach you so when you're not here in this building, you'll be able to know what to do for yourself. Because here, here's the truth. No pastor can be with you all the time. You know you don't want no pastor with you all the time. When you, uh, you have a problem in your life, you need to know what the word says for yourself. So whatever area in my life that I'm lacking in, I need the seed. I need to sow some seed. I need, to, I need some word in that area to overcome. I got to get in those scriptures, and I, I've got to feed on it. We talked about this a, a couple of weeks ago. You got to meditate on the word. You've got to build yourself up in the areas that you're lacking in, and you've got to keep doing it until you get manifestation. And then after you get manifestation, you need to keep doing it so you can keep manifestation. Now, anybody, anybody that came from, uh, came up in life where they were planting, 
planting like farmers or God, we said this last week, you've got to sow some healing seeds and you've got to do it on purpose. If it's healing that you're looking for, you've got to sow some healing seeds. See, I'm trying to show you how to work this word. You have to tell somebody, you've got to work this word. Now, that 27th verse says that once I've sown the seed of the word, I can go to sleep and rest. And when I get up, listen to what it says, I can be confident that the seed is working. Hallelujah. So you don't have to worry. You don't have to make it happen. As a matter of fact, the Bible says that you won't even know how it's happening. And you don't need to know how it's happening. You you just need to know that this word works. Tell your neighbor, say, the word works. You know what's amazing to me? We don't start analyzing things until we come and come to church and, we, and when we start talking about kingdom things. You don't know how other stuff works. You, you don't know how television works. But you still use it. How does this instrument that's hanging on my wall or sitting on the shelf, how does this instrument grab pictures out of the sky and bring those pictures in my home? You don't know how that happens, but you faithfully grab that remote. And you, you hit those buttons on that remote, and you expect it to work. But if you would be honest, you don't have a clue how it works. So I don't know how you're going to get your house. I don't know how you're going to get your car. I don't know how you're going to get your, your healing. I don't know how you're going to get your money. That's not your business. Your job is to plant the seed of the word in your heart. And once you get it in your heart, you got to put it on your lips and it will produce. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to sit down here, but it's hard. The same way you use every moment you expect the picture. If you don't see the picture... You, man, you be hitting on slapping all on the side of the television. What is wrong with this remote? What's wrong with this television? I expect when I hit this button for the picture to pop up. Well, I expect when I sow this word in my heart. <laughs> Hallelujah to God. I'm not, I, and I'm, I'm not trying to figure out how God's going to do it. I'm just obedient to what he told me to do. I'm going to sow this word in my heart and I'm going to keep it. I'm hitting the remote. I'm hitting the remote, and I expect stuff to show up. Listen to me. Listen to me. This is important. Your heart is designed to produce whatever you put in there. And it may not happen overnight, but it will happen. First the blade, then the ear. After that, the full corn in the ear. Go to Matthew 12 for me. We're too busy trying to figure out how God's going to do that. He's God. He's God. You ain't asked now Samsung how you going to get this picture in this box. You ain't asked Sony. You're not calling Sony. How you going to get this? Now, I know the box, I, I, I saw the box uh, that was, the TV was wrapped up in. And uh, how, how are they going to get this TV to get this stuff on here when I put it on my wall? You you don't know. You just expect it to happen because Sony told you so. 
because Samsung told you so. And you believe. How you going to believe them over him? The word tells me so. The, the word tells me some stuff. So I've got to get this word in my heart, believe it in my heart, and confess it with my mouth. And I expect it to see what I say. Oh, God. L look at uh, Matthew 12, verses 34 and 35. O generation of vipers, how can ye being evil speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. A good man out of the, uh, out of the good treasure of his heart bringeth forth good things. And an evil man out of the evil treasure bringeth forth evil things. Your heart is the production center. Let's say you want tomatoes and uh, you make a mistake and you drop some corn seeds. The ground is not going to argue with you. That ground is not going to say, you know what, I know you wanted tomatoes, but you made a mistake and you planted some corn seeds. No, that ground is designed to produce whatever's sown. And your heart is designed to bring forth whatever you put in it. So if you put the word in your heart, the Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. In other words, your words are go-getters. Oh, Lord, tell somebody, your words are go-getters. Now the question is, do you really want your words to go get what you've been saying? Do you really? What you've been sowing in your heart's gonna come out of your mouth. And if you've been, so just like I said, the ground is not gonna argue with the seed. The ground is made to produce whatever's sown. Your heart is a production center. Whatever you sow in your heart is eventually gonna come out of your mouth. And your words are going to be, go get a soul. What are you sowing and what are you saying? Because the truth is, what you sow and what you say is what you're going to see. You're filling your heart with all kinds of negative stuff. All kinds of things that go against the word of God. That's going to come out of your mouth. Especially in the times of pressure. Oh, Lord, what I'm going to do? Lord, look like I'm just, look like I'm taking five steps backwards. Get ready. You may do it in style. You may do it like Michael Jackson, but you're going backwards. Your heart is the production center. And what's in your heart, I want you to get that. I want to keep saying that because I want you to get that. What you sow in your heart is the production center. And what you sow in your heart is going to come out of your mouth. And whatever comes out of your mouth is going to go get what you say. Now, the reason we're not seeing what the Word says is because we really don't spend enough time in the Word to, to, to get it in our hearts. Some of us don't get any word until we come back to church. We don't get, we don't get any word. No, maybe we listen to everything else. We're putting all kinds of other stuff in our heart. You spend all your day with, with other stuff, foolishness. You're downloading the, the, all kinds of junk in your heart. 
Oh, I mean, you're, you're in, oh God, you're in everybody's business. You're filling your heart with everybody else's drama. And that's all you're talking about because that's all you have in your heart is you've been, you've been sowing and then sowing it. Oh, this is going on. This is going on. And that's all you talk about. And, and, and before you know it, their drama becomes yours. Ooh, y'all ain't liking me, but I don't care. Go to Mark chapter 16. Uh, Mark 16 verses 19 and 20. Oh, this is, this is, this is good. Listen to this. So then after the Lord has spoken unto them, he was received up into heaven and set on the right hand of God. Listen to this. And they went forth and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word with signs following. Now I want you to notice in that 20th verse it says, the Lord working with them. It didn't say the Lord working for them. It says with them, which implies that he has a role and we have a role. We are working together. And then notice that verse says, he's with them confirming the word with signs following. Now the word confirm means to sanction. It means to authenticate. And he, the Holy Spirit, came to confirm, to sanction, to authenticate the word. He was not sent to confirm your church. He was not sent to confirm your denomination. He was not sent to confirm your specific group, but he was sent to confirm the word. Which implies if whatever I'm involved in is not based on the word, he won't sanction it. Oh, you didn't get that. You didn't get that. He then says that we ought to have some signs following what we're doing. So my question is, where are the signs? See, that's why I keep teaching because it's one thing for you to sit in here and just hear but we should see some signs. We ought to see some, tell somebody, we ought to see some signs. Now, and let me tell you this, these signs go beyond just miracles and healing and deliverances. But there ought to be some signs in your personal life. Oh, I know, I know. I, I thank you for six claps. In other words, you should be acting and living better than you used to. See, I, 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 want, I, I want to see some signs. Yeah, of course I want to see miracles now. I want to see breakthroughs. I want to see all that. But I want to see some breakthroughs in your behavior. You shouldn't be lying as much. You ought to be getting better. You shouldn't be smoking as much. I mean, gradually, get, I mean, you may not drop it overnight, but you ought to be getting better. Oh, Lord. see, we don't, we don't get no challenge in these. Everybody wants just to feel good when they come to church. You ought to be getting better. Yeah. 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 Tell somebody, you ought to be getting better. 
That hate ought to be leaving your heart. You shouldn't be as prejudiced as you used to be. You ought to get better. You're a whoremonger, you should be whoremongering less. Is that a word? Is that a word? Did I say a word? <laughs> You're a cusser, you ought to be cussing less. You ought to be getting better. Yeah, thank you, baby. I heard that y'all didn't even interpret what that baby said. The baby said, get better. show you something else and I'm, I'll, I'll close. Go to Luke chapter 10. Luke chapter 10 verses 38, very familiar, 38 through 42. And I'm, I'm closing. Luke chapter 10 verses 38 through 42. I know y'all hungry, so let's I had a cookie in my pocket. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Looking at the clock. <laughs> I ain't lying. I'm serious as I can be. <laughs> oh, Lord. my daughter baked some cookies today, man. She brought them to the house and she put the little bag on the counter. I grabbed one right out, put it in a napkin, put it in my pocket. <laughs> Gonna be late tonight for church. Uh, Luke chapter 10, <laughs> verses 38 through 42. Now it came to pass as they went that he entered into a certain village and a certain woman named Martha received him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, which also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was cumbered about with much serving and came to him and said, Lord, does thou not care that my sister have left me to serve alone? Bid her therefore that she help me. And Jesus answered and said unto her, Martha, Martha, call her twice. I like that. Uh, thou art careful and double, uh, troubled, <laughs> doubled, uh, troubled about many things. But one thing is needful, and Mary hath chosen that good part, part which shall not be taken away from her. Now that 40th verse in the Amplified Version of the Bible says that Martha was overly occupied and too busy. And my question to you is, are you overly occupied and too busy for the word? Because if you're too busy for the word, you're too busy. And I want you to hear this. Even, even in ministry, if you're not careful, and I want, I want all my workers, my ushers, and all y'all, I want y'all to come in. I want you to hear this. I want all y'all to come here. Come on in and, and hear me. If you're not careful in ministry, you can become so distracted in ministry and not really spending time in the word. You can become overly occupied in working ministry that you really miss the word. You can be in church just working and working and working and not really spending time in the word. See, you have some folk that, that come to church only when it's time to work. Now, what was the difference between Martha and Mary? 
And here it is, and I'm closing. Martha scheduled the word around her life. Mary scheduled her life around the word. Martha scheduled the word around, I'll get to it when I get to it. Mary scheduled her life around the word. This, I, I got to get this word. I'm going to get to that later. And my question is, what about you? Do you schedule the word around your life? Or do you schedule your life around the word? Because the word is life. No planting, no harvest. We have got to do some intentional work. And so don't take this word haphazardly. The reason you're not seeing what you ought to see in your life is because you're not really spending enough time in the word. Last year, I went to spend some time with my, my mentor. Now, I have a spiritual father and also have a mentor. And uh, we had a meeting with a, a pastors from all over the country. And he came in, and, man, we're just waiting for him to say something deep. I mean, we're just saying, because, you know, he's always got something deep to say, man. And I'm sitting there just waiting for him to say something deep. And he has this really high-pitched voice. He says, pastors? We're just waiting on tiptoe anticipation. Y'all need to spend more time with God. Huh? Y'all need to spend more time with God. And I'm sitting there, you know, initially like, wait, we're, we're pastors. We spend time with God. That's what we do. But it wasn't that we don't spend time. He says, more time. All the answers is in him. And in his word. Come on now, think about, think about how much time we really spend on purpose with God. We'll get up, we'll give him a little prayer on our way out the door. We might listen to a little gospel song for a little while. We'll throw him up a little prayer on, on our way to bed if we're not too sleepy. Oh, I don't need to bow down. What do I need to bow down for? I can, God, God, can hear me. God can hear me right here. Now, Lord, you've been good to Now, Lord, let me Start laying me down to sleep. <laughs> I pray, Lord, my soul the key. That's the kind. Of, that's what you're giving. He who holds your next breath. That's the kind of attention you're giving to He who brought you to where you are. That's the kind of attention you're giving to the one that delivered you out of your mess. All the people that you came up with, some of them didn't make it, but you made it because of him? And that's what you're going to give him? 
No Smith, you don't give him any quality time? We need to spend more time with God. I want you to consider this. I want you to consider this. I want you to consider the time that you invest in you. Just on a personal level. I want you to consider the time you invest in the stuff you just really enjoy on a natural level versus the time you spend with kingdom things. I want you to spend, just analyze one day. Just go through your day. Go through today and say, I did this, that, all day. And how much time in all day? I know you're here tonight, but since you've been up this morning, how much time did you give God before you got here? Even during the fast. See, because, you know, what good is the fast if we're not thinking about God? It's not a diet. It's not a diet. It's, it's to give you a God consciousness. Much time since since today we're fasting from one to seven. Between one to seven, how much did he get? Maybe you maybe you couldn't maybe you couldn't just break off and you know spend some time. How much did you think about him? How, how much time did you put in your thoughts towards God? It's quiet in this mass. But let's think. I want you to take some time and think about what you've been thinking about. Does he get your thoughts? During the day, do you get, does he get your thoughts? What would he do? How would he handle this? And the Holy Spirit's right there to help you with whatever you're dealing with all day. And you won't even acknowledge him. Well, I hope you enjoyed the message today. If you're ever in the greater New Orleans area, please visit Destiny Christian Center at 612 Main Street in Laplace, Louisiana. If not, you can visit us at destinychristian.org radio. 